Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 17 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of all ones. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. Well, we're meeting with Felipe Martinez, the director of franchise development for the Australia Insurance Franchise Opportunity. Australia Insurance is a property and casualty insurance agency with over 175 locations in Florida, California, Arizona, Colorado, Texas, Massachusetts, North Carolina, and coming to a location near you. We're going to talk to Felipe about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 17 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs on one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, 
We have a great show today. We're meeting with Felipe Martinez, the Director of Franchise Development for the Estrella Insurance Franchise Opportunity. And Estrella Insurance is a property and casualty insurance agency with over 175 locations in Florida, California, Arizona, Colorado, Texas, Massachusetts, and North Carolina. Hi, Felipe. How are you? Welcome to the show. Marty, thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. The pleasure is mine, Felipe. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning? I am calling you from a sunny downtown Miami. Oh, I see. I knew you were going to rub it in, Felipe. I'm, I'm in eastern Pennsylvania, <laughs> and it's cold, and it's wet, and we got a lot of snow over the weekend, so I'm, I'm a little bit envious. <laughs> I hope to send some heat your way, Marty. If not, come Thank down and you. visit. <laughs> Thank you, Felipe. Like I said, it's great to have you on the show. Maybe we can kind of go back to the beginning, Felipe, because, you know, Estrella Insurance really has a long history, and maybe we could talk about, you know, how it all started and maybe some of the highlights over the decades. Sure, Marty. It is quite, in fact, a long history, a long family history. The company mm-hmm. started well over 40 years ago in, in 1980. Yeah. Wow. Our our founder, his name is Nicholas Estrella, a Cuban immigrant, came here to the U.S. seeking a, a better life and opportunities mm-hmm. like, like so many, right? And he got here, natural salesman. He got started in the life insurance business, door-to-door mm-hmm. guy, very successful. When auto insurance becomes mandatory, he goes that yeah. route. He converts right. his entire business model to that, to, to generating volume. And that was very successful for 27 years. He grew it to about 40 corporate agencies in South Florida primarily, uh, starting with auto insurance and then selling many products uh, like commercial insurance, home insurance. In fact, seven years after founding, he was so successful, he founded his own insurance company per se, which is still in operation. So that went on for a while, 27 years up until 08, when we realized we kind of had our model set. We knew where to open, Mm -hmm. we knew how to grow the business, how to expand it, and we converted in 08. We really never looked back. We converted all corporate outlets to franchises, mostly providing opportunities to employees. And we continue to this day be dedicated solely to that, to maintaining the franchise system, continuing to grow it as of a little bit under a year, we're now part of an organization called Confi, which is the largest mm-hmm. personal lines brokerage in, in the U.S. So that's a little bit of how we started and, and where we are today. And, and we continue to remain solely dedicated really to, to franchising. We have owners from so many backgrounds, not necessarily insurance, but many business right. and marketing backgrounds. A lot of first-time business owners. We're, we're so used to kind of gearing people up to being the owner and making them transition from employees. So that's a little bit of of how we Mm -hmm. started and where we are now. Now we expanded out of Florida and we're in a total of seven other states. We just opened up in Massachusetts, North Carolina. We're about to open up in uh, Illinois and New York. So we continue the expansion. That's great. It's you know it's it's interesting, Felipe, because we have so many different concepts on the show. You know, we've been hosting the show now for 17 years, and and your industry, you know, and thinking about it, right? It's it's so different because you know, use the key word, mandatory. I mean, people have to have insurance. It's not a choice or it's not even a want. It's it's it, it's a need. It's a must. It's something that you must have, and that certainly puts puts your industry at an advantage, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's something that has allowed us to, to endure over 40 years in business to adjust to the changes in the industry. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a tremendous advantage that we have on that side. It, it, it's what allows us to build 
uh, a legacy business. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, another advantage I'm thinking of too, Felipe, is, is no inventory. That's a nice advantage too, isn't it? Big advantage. No inventory, yeah. no equipment, so naturally better on the margins. And there's a lot of ways to start this business from uh, several people on staff to even just a simpler owner-operator. So a lot of adjustments can be made depending on the local market and, and the investor and the capital and the ambition and whatnot. Right, right. What's some, you mentioned, you, it, it, it seems like when I'm thinking of Estrella Felipe, it, it, it has that family concept. Um, and, you know, I'm thinking, you know, so what kind of like, how do you distinguish yourself perhaps from other insurance companies that are out there? Well, it has a lot to do with, first of all, the branding that we have and, and, and the history mm-hmm. that, that the company has been around. But I think the most important team and, and the aspect is the people. Is really the team that we have here. We have many people on staff that have been part of our organization for well over 20 years, and we're only dedicated to franchising, right? So right. Uh, all of the operational support, marketing teams, development, it's all geared towards the franchisee. So we take a franchisee focus first and foremost, first and foremost right? right? Having right. There's other advantages like the way that we handle certain revenue splits that can be more advantageous than what we see in, in, in most of uh, competitive insurance franchises. And the relationship that we have with insurance carriers really trickles down to the franchisees. So this mm-hmm. ensures that they're competitive, that they can offer flexible coverage and flexible pricing to the customers, right? So this is all a little part right. of what makes the system work and what has led us to success. And it's interesting, too, because it, you really don't, I recall reading or listening to a previous interview with you, Felipe, is that your franchisees, they really don't need any experience in the insurance industry, do they? But I, I guess they would need a license, though, right? They do need a license, which in, which in most states is, is relatively easy to obtain. Mm-hmm. You know, what I tell folks is that this is a fast-paced social environment. I mean, you're helping communities insure some of the most valuable assets in their life, things that we sometimes take for granted, right? Like the vehicles that get us to work, the homes where we live, the businesses. So this is really a business geared for folks who like building teams, who enjoy following sales processes, and they're really driven by connecting with the community and providing a great customer service. And if you get those things right, this Mm -hmm. can be a very profitable business. It's nice to have all the revenue streams too, Felipe. You mentioned originally, I guess, when the founder started the organization, I guess it was predominantly auto insurance. And so I see today that you have these other revenue streams, whether it's it's home insurance, commercial, business, life and health. Um, That's certainly an advantage, isn't it? It is. It allows us to not only drive more revenue to the bottom line of the franchisees and help keep them profitable, but it it creates a better relationship with the customer the more lines of insurance we have with them, we're also increasing the retention rate, right? Right. So this is all part of the difference that we offer to the customer, whether it's in person, on the phone, or on the Internet. Right. I saw, too, I think it was on your website, Felipe mentioned 87% of adults in the United States purchase auto insurance. So I'm kind of like just thinking about your industry. So your industry would, one, as the United States grows and gets bigger, that your industry grows with it as well, doesn't it? It does. You know, property and casualty on our national level, latest statistic um, 
is about $776 billion. Wow. Um, so it's a very large, well-established uh, wow. business, and it, but it continues to remain somewhat fragmented between different chains yes. or national brands or right. lo- a lot of local mom and pops. So mm-hmm. when it always allows a great system and brand like ours to be able to achieve market share. Right, but it's a um, very large industry, and I think we have been seeing some advantages. I think we can all testify that insurance prices continue to increase, mm-hmm. um, and naturally, the higher the premiums in most of these metropolitan markets, the better the agencies receive in right. terms of commissions. So right. we, right. you know, and then people continue to migrate to the country, and the the need for mm-hmm. insurance only continues to increase the need of more excessive coverage to um, cover different kinds of events continues to increase. What, because you work with a lot of prospective franchisees, Felipe, uh, what types of characteristics do you look for when you're meeting with a prospective franchisee that you say, okay, I think this, this person would be a good match for our organization? What's important to you? I'd say number one on the list is going to be a positive attitude. You know, we can teach insurance here. We can teach management and everything that we do through training. But changing somebody's attitude, to me, is practically impossible. So a positive attitude mm. for me is, is number one. If you're yeah. more concerned about how you're going to fail, you probably have already failed, you know. Right. Uh, to me, social and interpersonal skills here are crucial to serve the clients, to build and retain the teams, providing a customer service, and just being a warm person. You know, I always right. ask people, do you like getting up in the morning and dealing with people? Because mm-hmm. if you don't, this might not be the business for you. Right. <laughs> right. Know, right. We, we look for team players. Yeah. We really That's look fantastic. for team players as well. We want them to meet the team. We want both sides to feel comfortable for it to be a good cultural fit. And then you've got things that are mostly applied to franchising, like a willingness mm-hmm. to follow our system, right. uh, being properly right. capitalized, and having a, a solid business plan. and having a commitment and a passion for the brand and, and for servicing the communities because we want them to be a, a trusted part of the community. That's great. What, what's the training like, Felipe, once they do decide, you know, that they would like to become a franchisee and you like them and approve them? I mean, do they typically come down to Florida? How, how does that work? Yeah, we normally do two weeks of corporate training in Florida, mm-hmm. and then we'd like to do this for them to learn the theory. Uh, and then we do four weeks of hands-on training at one of our agencies, whether that's in Florida or mm-hmm. in another one of the states that we're in. We like right. to learn the theory and apply it, you know, and then from then on, we continue the training with our operations team and take them from grand opening up to expanding to multiple units. Uh, many franchisees, over 50%, have more than one unit, so it's it's very common. So very, very thorough, up to six weeks in the beginning, and then you've wow. got a lot of support from the operations staff. That's great. That's that's so important. What? Um, how would you describe a, a, a typical day for somebody saying, you know what, this sounds like like something I would be interested in in terms of franchising, Felipe? How would you describe a, a typical day for an Australia Insurance franchisee? I'm sure every day is a little bit different, which is is, is kind of nice, but there's probably some similarities as well. Sure. So it's a very social and fast-paced environment when you're in mm-hmm. an agency, right? Mm. You get in, you greet the team. Again, you're building a team here, so you want to be setting goals and expectations for the staff. Somebody walks in, you might be dealing with the leads that you received after hours, whether those were online leads, 
phone leads. So we're either handling the sale of new business, whether it's mm-hmm. inbound or outbound. We're handling renewals. We're handling referrals and leads generated by marketing. This is all done by setting the right processes, right? And the franchisee right. is going to be a little bit in the trenches in the beginning as they learn through this. But really, after that, they're leading a team, right? And it's just a very right. fast-paced social environment office. That's great. You, you've, you've, you've been involved in franchising for quite some time now, so when I have someone on the show like yourself, you know, I have to ask you, because there's so many different franchise opportunities out there. I recently learned, I think the number recently hit, like I think it was like 4,000 in the United States alone. So for our listeners, you know, when they, they're considering buying a franchise, they're a little bit overwhelmed in the beginning because they say, oh my God, there's all these different industries, there's all these different franchise systems. Where do I begin? For, from from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners then in their quest to buy a franchise? How do they start? Great question, Marty. And, and there's a lot. And, and, you know, there's franchise opportunities. Then you've got franchise brokers. So it's a lot of mm-hmm. things to sort through. My right. advice to, to entrepreneurs would be not to be solely guided by your emotions. I mm. think that, that is, can be a mistake that I see folks yeah. make, right? Just right. because you, you love dogs doesn't mean you're, you're going to love a dog. <laughs> business, right? You want to align your skill sets and your career skills with the opportunity. You want to certainly get to know the franchisor and the team. A lot of folks Mm -hmm. sometimes can be wanting to review a franchise disclosure document, and that's fine, but a franchise disclosure document is not going to present to you the company, the culture, the team, the franchisee. So there is a lot more than the item 19 of the disclosure document. You want, uh, I always tell people to analyze the, the end customer. Do you enjoy working with that end customer? Right. You know, you want to be conservative with your financials. You want to be open with the franchisor. And I think people need to be brutally honest with themselves, you know, yeah. as they review the, the different businesses, the financials. I think they need to also consider their spouse in the decision. You know, if the franchise aligns with their personal goals, you know, whether they want to build equity, they want to leave something for the kids. And I think I would also ask them to look at the the long term. A lot of folks focus on the short term and and, and are not maybe thinking of the five, the 10 year plan, possibly an exit strategy. And and most importantly to me is if they're willing to put in the work. I, I think mm-hmm. folks sometimes may have misconceptions about franchising Agreed. and sometimes the whole semi absentee yeah. um, line that can be kind of pitched out there. I, I've never been a big fan of that. I, I think yeah. that well, any franchise really needs um, uh, an involved yeah. owner. And then, then Hands on, yeah. and I would tell them finally to to look at the franchisor and how they operate their business. I mean, are they focused on the franchisee's profitability, right? Are they driving their yeah. revenue from royalties or just from selling franchises? So those, yeah. those are a few pointers that I like to give folks when they're exploring the industry. It's quite a story when you think about it. When you know the founder, you know Felipe, he you know he comes from Cuba, you know, and and and. He, starts this business and you see where Estrella is, is today. I mean, I don't even know if my numbers are accurate, but I mean, I think today it looks like you're about like over 175 locations. You know, I wonder if, if, if this was even his vision, like did he realize how big Estrella was actually going to become? He, well, now we're at 201 as of as wow. actually okay. two days ago. We just opened up another wow. unit Congratulations. Um, That's great. on the east coast of Florida over in Melbourne. Um, I don't think he quite envisioned the franchising route. 
You know, there was right. a lot of team members here. There is, in fact, one particular individual, Jose Merige, who brought a lot of experience from franchising into the mm -hmm. mix. And we continued to expand uh, in other states. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we started kind of from an immigrant family, and, and we actually continue to do that. We've actually expanded our franchise opportunity to foreign investors that are mm -hmm. able to obtain investment visas, come into the country legally, and build a business for themselves and their family. Yeah. So that's those are a few of the things that we do. We continue to expand the product mix. We write business like health insurance. Uh, we do pet insurance. Just had a franchisee wow. from Houston call me to the other day. He wanted to attend the pet expo and he right. went started offering the pet insurance products so it's just such a large market wow. there's so many opportunities to create referrals attend shows in the community you know so we continue to learn from the franchisees uh, being driven by by them we right. refine our model based on them and and what works and and how we can help con them continue expansion um, ultimately when they thrive so do we it's interesting. I mean, thinking. I mean, you, your market in itself is huge when we're just talking about people. But even then, if we're thinking even about pets, I mean, how many dogs and cats there are in the United States alone? It's just. It's. It, it, it seems like the possibilities are endless for for a franchisee, Philippe. Oh yeah, it, it, it's such a big market that, in, in in fact, most franchisees you can't really grab everything. There's, there's right. simply too right. much lines of insurance out there. So right. we tend to get a little bit more specialized to the mandatory products, mm -hmm. you know. But right. as the business grows, as the knowledge grows, so does the expansion of different products and offerings that, that we bring to the customer. That's great. What's um, Speaking of the future, Felipe, what, if you can look into a crystal ball, whether the crystal ball was one year, three years, five years, 10 years. I mean, where do you see Estrella in, in, in the future expanding all across the United States? I see us entering several new states. Um, mm -hmm. I see us continuing to expand in the states that we are in, right? Mm -hmm. We're about to open in Massachusetts, North Carolina, mm -hmm. Illinois, New York. So the right. room for expansion in a lot of these markets is tremendous. Many of the states that we're already in, like Florida, Texas, Colorado, there is continued need for insurance and for mm -hmm. more growth. We right. continue to remain dedicated to a franchisee-first model. We're not in the business of competing uh, our franchisees with, with the franchisees. So, right. And continue to, re to refine the model. And ultimately, the insurance industry is not static. It changes. Right. And, and we really right. work together with the boots on the ground, which is our franchisees, to help adjust the model to them and to continue it, bring it to the, to the other people that want to come on board and are the right fit. That's fantastic. What's what's the best way, Felipe, for our listeners to get more information on Estrella Insurance? Are there any websites you can kind of direct them to? Sure. So we have our main website, which is going to be estrellafranchise.com. I okay. can also be reached directly at, at 786-522-7640 and my personal okay. email as well, which is felipe.martinez at estrellainsurance.com That's fantastic. Well, I'm so excited that I had the opportunity to finally get to speak to you, Felipe, because I've been involved in franchising a long time now, and I've been very familiar with the Estrella brand, and so to finally have the opportunity to interview you has, has been a privilege, and I would like to invite you back over the next year or two as you continue to grow, because I think this is a wonderful franchise opportunity. 
Thank you so much, Marty. I've been able to follow you as well, and it's really Thank a pleasure you. to be here with you. It's an honor, and I hope to keep uh, in touch and, and continue to listen in on your show. Thank you so much, Felipe. It's been a p- pleasure. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up in our next segment, we're going to be playing a clip from our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? Franchise Interviews get an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com. Or you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today's Great Quote in Franchising comes from Tom Krause, the CEO of Donato's Pizza. And Donato's is a family-owned, privately-held company that treats franchise partners like they're part of the family. In this great quote in Franchising Podcast, Tom discusses the importance of directing your energy to the right place and uses a great analogy called Batteries Not Included. So let's go right into our podcast with Tom Krause, CEO of Donato's Pizza. What advice would you give them in their quest to buy a franchise? You know, I, I think the, um, the whole, the whole uh, key is putting the right resources in the right spot. So I, mm. I'll use a quote from one of my old bosses at Wendy's, Jim Neer. Mm-hmm. who uh, he always talked about batteries not included. And what he meant by that was, you know, if you're going to be a franchisee or right. a franchise partner, as we call them, you're buying into a system that exists. So right. don't put your energy trying to change the system or change the recipe or, like, work that side of the system. Put your energy in bringing your whole self into, into the right. business. Right. Bring your energy into leading your people. Bring the energy into uh, building the business in the community or giving back to the community. That, uh, I, I've, I've noticed those that are less successful don't put their energy into that, but they're trying to revise something that mm. already is a part of the operating plan that, right. you know, maybe it's not perfect, but if you're spending your time trying to uh, change the recipe or the operating system. Maybe, maybe franchising isn't what you want to do. Maybe yeah. you want to start your right. own restaurant. And right. so I, th- I think the key, but more importantly, I think is put, you know, batteries aren't included. So put your, put your whole energy into building a culture within the organization and building a, a reputation in the community that that's where you'll win every time you'll win every time. Yeah. No, I think I, I think that's great advice. I love that analogy. Batteries not included. It, it's about trust, isn't it, Tom? You know, I mean, if you're going to mm-hmm. invest into a system, you know, like Donato's, is is you have to have that level of trust, don't you? You know, uh, in order. To... Yeah, you really do. And and you know, we it, it's not to say that you know we really do a lot of 
collaborating with our franchise system. We have an yeah. advisory council, and we okay. meet regularly, and we get advice from them, and they they help guide the business. But once once we've decided, you know what what the uh, you know what the program is or whatever, let's go ahead and just execute that program. So. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's fantastic. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Tom Krause of Donato's Pizza, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, go to our Franchises Listed Alphabetically page, and then go to the D section. Or you can go to our Franchises Listed by Category page and go to our Food section. And lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast such a big hit. Since we've launched our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast, we've had 72,671 downloads, 37,888 RSS clicks, and 727 shared links. So once again, we'd just like to thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes and Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.